this is F1 Indie Girls with Soraya and Sherelle. We are two girls who love Formula One and IndyCar. Let's get right into our IndyCar season recap part one. So this week we're going to cover the five of the teams in IndyCar. Um, kind of talk about their season, how the drivers did. Um, might throw in some driver ratings, how we rate them. <laughs> um, so to start off, we'll start with our favorite, Errol <laughs> McLaren. Can't do anything without mentioning a favorite of something. Yes. I it, that's just who we are. <laughs> um, so Aaron McLaren had ten podium finishes, including seven from our boy Padua Ward, which happened to be which was the second most in the series. Yeah, I think the only one that got more podiums than him was the obviously late our champion who which was chip ganaski's alex pillow yeah so good year for, for them um let's see going a little more into pato's year he finished fourth in the championship um like we said seven podiums four of which were second places um and this is his third time in the last four seasons where he's finished in the top four. Go so. him. He's he's up there. Aaron McLaren may not be a top team. Like, our top teams are usually Penske, Andretti, Gnaski. Yeah. Um, but Aaron McLaren has kind of worked their way up to the top. And so to see them having, having Pato, who has only driven for Aaron McLaren have his third top four finishes in four seasons just shows how much mclaren is continuing to grow yeah and i think it shows really how good of a driver he is um really he's the only driver out there that is really kind of up there fighting with um penske and ganassi and stuff and so i feel like if he could just get a few more things together (laughs) some of those loose ends he could really and I feel like in the end of the season he was getting there and so I feel like hopefully soon here he'll be really in that title contention I hope so um another Aaron McLaren driver Alexander Rossi my favorite Aaron McLaren driver love Pato but Rossi's become my favorite um this was his first season with um Aaron McLaren and he ended up with a podium, also with a 11 top 10 finishes and a ninth place finish in the championship. So, also just shows, he came from a, oh, who did he come from? Oh, who was Rossi's? I can't remember who he Rossi. He came from Andretti. Andretti, that's right. And so he came from a top team to kind of one that's a little bit lower in considering and like they're not as Aaron McLaren isn't as big quite yet just because they're kind of new into IndyCar and so when we say top teams we don't necessarily like they don't rank the teams like they do in Mm -hmm. Formula One where like the points the drivers get is the team's points so top teams are more of like the bigger teams the more known teams and Aaron McLaren isn't quite known I mean they're known but they're not but yeah the huge you have your like top your like big three who have the history behind them who have kind of that history of winning things and so obviously Aaron McLaren's not quite there yet hopefully hopefully (laughs) soon they're getting there um so that's kind of what we mean by when we say those top teams yeah so he transferred over came to mclaren for his first season and kind of just added to the dynamic of errol mclaren i loved watching rossi with pato rossi is such just like this anti-social guy who just he's so much older than pato i guess he's not really that much older than pato but like he definitely has more maturity i guess you could say than pato and so to have him with Pato, that was an interesting duo. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also Felix, who was in there as well. But mm-hmm. to see Alex and um, Pato together was really fun. I feel like they became really good friends over the season, with this being Alex's first season. with Yeah. 
And it's McLaren. not only, obviously, his first season, but it's that car's first season. It's the first year they've gone up to three cars. Three cars. And so, you know, bringing in a whole new group of people trying to get this car going, I feel like. So you have Tava Strategist. Takes time. And they so. They in a bunch of people. Yeah. They have, you know, they have to bring in a whole mechanic. new set of people for this car. And so for them to do as well as he did, considering, you know, it's kind of a whole new operation there. Um, really impressive there. Go McLaren. The third driver, Felix Rosenquist. I didn't like him in the beginning when I started watching IndyCar just because I was like, I don't really know him. And I didn't really, I don't know, I just didn't like him for some reason. He was just like not as known, I guess you could say, when I first watched him. He was mm-hmm. just kind of towards the back and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then towards like when I really, really got into watching, I was like, oh, I really love Felix. Yeah, I'm like, and the relationship with Pato. And his relationship (sighs) with Pato. Um, He's like in that group that kind of like in my third favorite. Like, (laughs) obviously, I have my third favorite, but kind of like right after that, there's a couple that are like hard to decide between. So, I will say those Pato and Felix are my favorite, like, relate, like, duo relationship. They're my favorite. Yeah. So cute, but he had eight top finishes with two pole positions, one being really rememberable for Aaron McLaren. It was his pole at the last race of the season, which also happened to be the last race <clears throat> with Aaron McLaren. He is no longer with Aaron McLaren in 2024, and so it was kind of just a fitting farewell for his number six Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. As his last race. Yeah, I think it was, it was very fitting just, you know, to be able to go, like, leave the team on a high on note. A high. Rather um, than a low. Yeah. But. So. I think overall, um, it was a good year for Aero McLaren. Kind of surprised that they didn't get any wins. Like, I feel like that was kind of the big surprise. Yeah. Um, but. Overall, it was still a good year from them. A lot of, I feel like, ups and downs and some bad luck on certain occasions. But I feel like, you know, they had several cars kind of up in the contention for a win at one point with the Indy 500 um, before some bad luck there. Unfortunate events. um, Where I think... Really, Alex might have been the only one that really finished the 500 there, which is <laughs> so sad. Um, but yeah, they had multiple times they were kind of in contentions for wins. Pato at Texas, which I feel like if you watch Texas, such an amazing race. Um, really just kind of showed, again, the type of driver he is and... I think other than Joseph, there's not many people who are better on an oval than Pato. He's really strong on the ovals. Um, and then he o- almost had a win in the opening race of the season at St. Petersburg until <sighs> something happened with his engine where it like stopped for a few seconds and he got passed. So a couple, you know, unfortunate events there, but I feel like overall a good season from them. So they also... Are saying goodbye to Tony Canan. Um in the Indy 500. He that was his last race with Aaron McLaren. Yes, but he is staying He's on, staying on the team as their something supervisor. Yeah, I know. I know I, he has an official title. He has official title. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember what it is. And they changed it because it used to be one thing, and now it's another. And now it's something he else. Is. Oh, I can't remember. I can't. The official I don't name. know. He, it's it's been said so many times, but it's just not in my brain. But he is no longer racing. He used to do the five hundred, and he was a good five hundred winner or racer, not I mean, winner. He, but he did he win. Did win. He, he did, did win five hundred several years ago. Several so. years ago, but he is still a good Indy five hundred driver, and uh, he will be missed on the race track. But I'm still excited to see him. It'd be nice yes. to meet him. I know. I'm like, I'd love to come meet on, Tony. Tony. Um, let's let's see what you when we go to the 500. I know. I mean, I want to. There's so many people that I want to see now that I know a lot more about IndyCar. Yeah. But on top of 
people that are leaving, Felix Rosen, we talked about it, but Felix is leaving. He is going on to bigger and better things for his... I feel like it's a good move for him. I do. Um, to be able to go to a team where he can be seen as kind of like the top driver, top kind driver. of like that, you know, leader, yeah. ship role um, that Pato's kind of had at Aero McLaren. And so yeah. I think it'll be good for him. He's moving on to Meyer Shank Racing. And replacing him, we have little, little Dave, Dave, David Malukas. <laughs> And then driving for the 500, we'll have Kyle Larson as well. Yes. Um, so, how interesting dynamic yes. at Aero McLaren because David Lucas, um, as Rossi has said, is 10 years younger than him and he likes to make that known. <laughs> yes, I was say. So he has. And if anybody has more energy than Pato, I think it might be, be David. David. <laughs> yes. He is so much energy. And so you're going to have Pato and David, the most energetic, sociable, socializing people. I don't know what the word is. They're so sociable. And then you have Alex, who hates making videos, <laughs> hates doing any social media, hates doing anything. But he he will stop and take pictures with you. Yes. It was the first one we got a picture when, when we went to the Gallagher Grand Prix. And uh, he I, was happy about it. But I love all of their they, videos they've put so out funny. so far with the three of them. Like or Sometimes he's just standing in the background being like, I don't want to be here. And you know it, but he makes it funny. <laughs> their Christmas photos their Christmas. gave off such dad vibes. <laughs> it is my lock screen at the moment. <laughs> yes. It is like him in the background with his with two kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. Two kids. Hands on the shoulder. Hands like. on the shoulder. <laughs> Great. Oh, it's so funny. So, it's it's going to be interesting. What is your rating for the drivers? My rating for the drivers. Some of these ratings are going to be very hard because I haven't seen, like, I didn't pay attention to a lot of them. But I know, like, McLaren, some of the ones lower down are going to be hard. Aaron McLaren I did pay attention to. Um, I want to give Pato. Uh, this is hard. I want to give him a 10 out of 10, but at the same time, like, I don't necessarily think he deserves a 10 out of 10, but yeah. he's a driver that I like. And I'm like, I want to give you, I have to say like a eight or seven out of 10. Like he had a good season. There were some downs and not necessarily his fault all the mm -hmm. time, but I didn't, I don't think he had the perfect season. Yeah. Um, sure. Rossi also want to give a 10 out of 10 because I love him so much. I'm also going to, I'm going to give Rossi seven, six out of 10. And then I'd put Felix probably six or seven out of ten as well. I didn't watch Felix a whole lot, but he did have good – he, you know, did good in what he did. I mean, two pole positions, you know, top eight or ten – eight top ten finishes. Like, he, his stats show that he had a good season. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. I would say we're, like, on the same wavelength. <laughs> I guess it's to be expected at this point. We've spent enough time together. Um I was going to probably say for Pato, I'm going with an 8 out of 10 because it was a good season overall, even though no wins or anything. Um, had multiple podiums. Had a few moments where, you know, there were some... I feel like sometimes he just gets so, like... If I don't, don't get this do pass done now, it's not going to happen. And, like, it gets him into trouble. Yeah. So we had a few moments, like, Long Beach... Indy 500, Detroit, and so just kind yeah, of for those things, I feel like the end of the season was getting better with, like, not making as many mistakes, um, but for that reason, I will say an 8 out of 10. Um, for Alex, I'd probably say 7 out of 10. He, you know, coming into a new team, he did well, had lots of top um, 10 finishes, um, yeah, so again, probably, yeah, six, seven. And then Pat, not Pato, Felix. <laughs> I feel like he I, he might be one of the unluckiest drivers. I think he is. In IndyCar, at, at least this last season, the amount of times where something would happen that, you know, somehow he got tangled up in, but it wasn't his fault. Like, um, so I'd probably give him, yeah, a good six or seven out of ten as well. 
um, say six and a half. <laughs> six um, and a half. He in did the good. Um, finished a little bit lower in the championship than Alex, but I think overall, good season. Yeah, he. I'm impressed with every single one of them. Um, I don't know if we mentioned, but he finished twelfth. Felix did. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if we mentioned it or not, but he. I'm proud of every single one of them, and I'm excited for 2024 season. Um, on to Team Penske, our second favorite team, which happens to I didn't even mean for this. I put on like some of the stats so we could kind of read them and like make sure we had our stats right. And it just happened to be that McLaren was first and Penske was second. Not even realizing that that's the order in the team, in like the which we like it, or our favorite teams, I should say. But anyways, Team Penske um, with Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, and Scott McLaughlin, they claimed three of the top four positions. No. Top five. Five. I meant five. (laughs) (laughs) They claimed three of the top five (laughs) positions um, with putting... um, Hey, I was like, where did they finish? (laughs) It had Scott McLaughlin. McLaughlin, wow, was P3. Joseph was P5. And Will was P7. Okay. So three of the top... Seven. Seven. <laughs> three of the top ten. Three of the top All three of them were in the top ten. All three of them were in the top ten. I don't know what I was saying, trying to say. I'm a little scattered brain today. <laughs> um, but they also had a really good season, I feel like. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching Scott this year. He's not, I wouldn't say like new, but he's fairly new. Yeah. Compared to, to both, both Joseph, of Joseph and, and Will. Will, he's fairly new, and he did really good. He did. For him being above both of them this year and being P3, Especially when you look season. at Joseph, who had a lot more wins than... Um, but he was consistent. Yes, I was going to say that was the thing. Because Joseph, he had a lot of wins on the ovals. And then it felt like on like he the won all street and road courses, he was a little bit further back. He won but all but all one, one Joseph, of the ovals. All but one of the ovals. And so, obviously, he was very dominant on those. But when it came to like other tracks and stuff, he just felt like he was a little further back. Like, not really in contention a lot of the times. Where... Scott was just a lot more consistent throughout the season. The season, which got and so, which, higher points. Yeah, so it point. made it so he finished. I mean, he wasn't very many points ahead of Joseph, but he was ahead in the end. Because it was like, he was all of all nine points, points ahead, ahead of Joseph. Joseph, yeah. So that kind of shows you between your top... I mean, not top three, um, but top between five, between three. third and fifth, fifth, you had nine points. Yeah, in. with Pato only being four points behind. But they were they had a very dominant season with three with like all three racers winning nine of the seventeen races, most of which were Joseph. <laughs> most of them were Joseph, but but they still, still Power had one of them. He I won. thought he didn't win this year. I think he won. I'm pretty sure he won one race. Now we gotta <laughs> double check. <laughs> no, I guess nope. he didn't win. He won last year. I didn't say Scott won a race. Scott won a race. I think. Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to us now. <laughs> Obviously, we don't know what we're talking about. Yes, he won a race. Scott won the race. Power did not. And Wow, I, I think I, I was like, I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones that didn't. Uh, so yeah, power power didn't win, but McLaughlin had one, and he which helped him, and then he placed um, P three. He had fourteen top ten finishes with two pole positions in qualifying Mm -hmm. so 
go Scott. And then Joseph, as we've said, won all but one of the ovals. So that got him four race wins. No pole positions for Joseph. (laughs) But 11 out of 17 top 10s. Like, that's really good. Mm -hmm. It's actually really good. Yeah. And then Will didn't win a race. (laughs) I'm going to put that out there. I'm correcting myself. Um, But he had two pole positions um, in qualifying with 11 top 10 finishes. Which I believe... Wow. Don't know what just word came out of my mouth. I believe both of them were at, both of the pole positions were at Iowa. I think And their so. doubleheader. I, I'm going to agree because um, I didn't watch it, so I'm just going to agree. <laughs> I think so. And one exciting thing about Penske is Joseph Newgarden won his first, very first Indy 500. Yes. So, exciting win for him there after, you know, trying for multiple years to get years that Indy 500 years. win. He's able to f- finally get that and continue that old dominance that he had this year. Um, I really... I'm like, I don't have a whole lot to I know, say I'm about like, Penske. Not a whole, Obviously, a- I feel like it was, again, a very strong year from them, but just they had a very very good year and they dominated with lots of race wins and I felt like they did overall very proud of how Penske did mm-hmm. um I also I'm just so proud of Scott he oh when did he join the team he 2000 joined... he 21 Yes. No. No. Yeah. Yes. He was the 2021 rookie of the year. Yeah. So. So this is his third season. Third season and he got P3. (laughs) That's kind of cute. Okay. But for him being, I just want to say, I'm so proud of him. Like, I, I don't know. I just keep saying that I'm proud of him, but he had several good things that he did this year. He... I I feel like he was one of the most consistent. I mean, minus Alex Pillow, he was he was obviously very consistent in what he did. But mm-hmm. I feel like out of you know the Penske drivers, he was the most consistent. He was the most like mm-hmm. I felt like the one that I was always just like, oh yeah, there's Scott, you know, yeah. doing something again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also come to love Scott and Joseph from watching Bus Bros. I feel like I've mentioned it I don't know how many times recently. But I love Bus Bros. Oh, I know. Everyone should go watch Bus Bros. I just a little plug. It's not even my, not my YouTube account, but I'm gonna plug it anyways. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, what would you rate the driver? So Scott, I'd probably give him an eight out of ten. I feel like again, very consistent. Got a win. Um. Overall, just a good year. I feel like, again, there's some things he could improve on, you know. But overall, good year from him. And then Joseph, I probably give, he's, I feel like, hard. I'm feeling like seven and a half, eight. (laughs) Again, somewhere in there, he did real good on the ovals. He had quite a few top ten finishes. But I feel like just lacking some consistency in some areas. Um, A lot of the more street and road courses was a little bit further back kind of was like "Mm, where is he like and so for that reason I'm doing him a little bit lower um but I feel like overall still a good year and then um willpower I'm gonna say seven I think six or seven I feel like after last year, you know, having him get the championship last year to, like, this year. And so I'm like, but I want to be kind of lenient. His wife was going through oh, a lot of stuff, you know, health-wise. And so kind of pulled him away, I feel like, a little bit. And so, but I feel like still 
to have all that going on and still finish seventh, I feel like is good still. And so for that reason, I'm going to give him seven. Mine, I'm going to give Scott. I want. I don't want to rate them all the same thing. I know. <laughs> I'm like, let me rate them all. The same. I think for. I'm gonna give him an eight and a half. I feel like he had a really just a step up, um, because he was so consistent and because he had a win and he just had a really good like, season overall. I mean, not every driver's season, I feel like, is perfect. Um, even though some of them might think it is perfect. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't <laughs> know that you'll ever, like, I feel like it's hard to give a 10 out of 10, because they always have... I mean, we gave a 10 out of 10 things. to Max. Okay, we did. That is true. <laughs> but also, look at his season. Yeah. But I was like, unless we have a season like Max, I feel like it's hard to give a team, a, or to give a driver 10 out of 10. Yeah. But he was super consistent, had that win overall, you know, collected a lot of points. Third season racing with Team Penske, and he was able to, no offense to the other two drivers, but do a little bit better than the other two drivers. I know Will, of course, had some things going on. Um, Joseph, just because he necessarily, yeah, he was a good, you know, had race win or you know had race wins and did really mm-hmm. good on ovals I'm gonna go back to you know kind of what you said not so good on the street and um other and the other tracks he kind of just kind of slacked I guess as you could say I don't want to say slacked but like kind of did not as consistent and not as good on some of the other tracks and so seven out of ten um will I want to also give a seven out of ten I feel like he, he did have a lot going on this season, but he still ended up being within the top 10 and having several top 10 finishes for everything that he had going on, you know, being and having two qualifiers where he was on pole. I feel like kind of just, I just want to say is a little boost because he may not have had the best season and mm-hmm whatnot but I feel like he still did an outstanding job for team Penske yes. what a team and no one's leaving and no one's coming in yep <laughs> stay the same I think they have a good driver pairing at the moment and you too I wouldn't I, I wouldn't change it yeah <laughs> wouldn't change a thing plus you can't separate bus bros nope <laughs> bus bros have to stay the same they have to be I think it's so funny to go back and watch them like do their videos after and before races and they're like wow you did and like going and like seeing different things also Mm -hmm. no one knowing scott mclaughlin when they go out on the street makes me kind of sad oh i know i know you scott (laughs) (laughs) if i was that i'd be like i know him (laughs) i know i'm like oh yeah i know who you are (laughs) i know who you are okay on to the next team which we have next is Andretti Autosport. Um, so we had Roman Grosjean. He finished 13th in the um, standings. And then you had Kyle Kirkwood who finished P11. And then Colton Herta finished P10. And Devlin DeFrancesco who finished... I don't even know where, like, 22nd or something like that. He was pretty low. I think it was, like, 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. <laughs> yeah. So. He's in there. Yeah. Not such a good season for him, but. I feel like overall it just wasn't quite the season that Andretti would have hoped for. No. To have your fi- your highest finished. In the championship, BP ten is a little bit sad, especially for how much of like a team yeah they are yeah and the history behind them. I feel like yeah, yeah. it's just a little they not the year they I don't know for Rojan spinning out several <laughs> times whether he crashed or yeah. whether he... he had six races that he didn't finish yeah so six out of seventeen that he did not finish DNFs which. 
not necessarily the best. No. That's like, I mean, it's... It's like a third of the races. third of the races. And a lot of them, even if he didn't crash out on a lot of them, he spun out several times. You know? He had, yeah. Whether, even if it didn't completely destroy... I feel like he started the year good. And, like, you're like, oh! And then he, like... Had several races where it looked like he was going to be in the top few, but then, like, something would happen right at the end, whether it was crashing out or, like... But it seemed like there was maybe still some hope that he'd do mm-hmm. well. I think he did finish second. He got a podium. Um, but I feel like, overall, it just was kind of, like, one thing after another with him and the team. Um, I know there are a couple qualifying where... Things weren't so great, and I will say though he was not happy with the team. <laughs> he did really good at Gallagher. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, but he had two. Um, he had two top five finishes and three, three top, top tens with two pole. Yeah, positions. two pole positions. So, um, not the best year for Grosjean. Um, and I feel like that's what worried me the most when he was possibly getting kicked out of Andretti. Or, like, you know, as Andretti didn't say, he had a team. They had this whole huge fiasco towards the end or towards at, at the end of the season. It was, like, during the summer. And I was like, oh, no, he's not racing next yeah. year. And then he is racing just for a different team. Mm-hmm. But... Definitely a little worried that he wasn't going to be racing because I, I need yeah. may not be the best yeah. driver out on the field, but mm-hmm. um, it's still Roman and he still has a place in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like Kyle Kirkwood. He did have a good year. He got two wins, mm-hmm. um, a pole. But position. I feel like and a, yeah, pole position. But I feel like kind of other than those. He had seven top ten finishes. Yeah, he had several top ten finishes. He just, I feel like, needs to be more consistent. And I feel like that will come with time. Um, He is still fairly new. I think it's his second year racing. Um, And so, I feel like that will come with time. But just working on that consistency. Because he has shown that he can be up there. Is just kind of getting that consistency in. Um. Yeah. He, uh, he also was um, pretty new to Andretti. Yes. I think this was his first, his first year, year in Andretti. Andretti. So, you know, overall, an impressive year still, um, considering new to Andretti, only second year in IndyCar. So, I feel like overall, it was a good year for him. Good year. Colton Herta only had one podium finish. I think that was one of the big surprises for Herta. Yeah. For him, because, you know, he's won races in the past. And so he's been to come a good in driver. this year and oh. only get one podium. Yeah, one podium. Didn't he even... did have a couple of pole positions, I believe. He had two pole positions. Two pole positions. He had three top fives and eight top tens. Yeah. So, again, just kind of the consistency wasn't there. I feel like none of the drivers in Andretti had consistency this year. No, I feel like they were kind of all, all over the place. Such a disappointment for And them. I just, I feel like we were expecting a lot more, or at least I was expecting a lot more from Andretti. Because, you know, coming in to the sport, you hear about the, you know, big three with the top I, three Well, teams. I hear a lot, like, coming in, I heard a lot about Andretti. Yeah. Period. Just because Andretti is such a big name. I feel like Andretti is even a big name over at F1. Like, it is just known. It's known like, in uh, like motorsports. motorsports and Andretti go together. And so. <laughs> it's like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> and so you hear a lot about them. And so to have a year like this where there just wasn't much. One driver in top 10. Yeah. Other than that. And their lowest driver. Was twenty second, which 22nd. put him out of the leadership circle where they get like money for yeah, and so, and then now going into next year, we don't even know if they'll run a fourth car except maybe at the five hundred, and so, just kind of a little bit of a disappointing year for them. I feel like overall, as of right now, they only have 
three cars. I don't think yeah. they're calling anyone else. Yeah. Um, but, so, they are... I mean, one thing I did want to say is Herta had a top 10 finish at the 500, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I guess that, that was a big thing for Andretti. Kind of about yeah. the only thing. Um, Devlin, we kind of just said how he, <laughs> he didn't have the best season. He had one race where it looked like maybe <laughs> he would be like... Which happened to be the race we were at. We were at. Where he made the appearance into Fast 6. Yes. First appearance in Fast 6. He qualified 5th. Got an amazing start off the line. Led for like 2 seconds. And then dropped down the field. And I think finished like 13th or something. Yeah. He didn't have a very... I don't know. I don't even know that he finished 13th that race. It was pretty bad. It was bad. (laughs) His average finish was 19th and his highest finish was 12th yeah so just overall not a great year yeah he he led eight laps this season and i'm pretty sure those eight laps were in the gallagher grand prix probably <laughs> but he so you know not the best for andretti andretti is losing roman grosjean and devlin de francisco they are gaining marcus erickson Mm-hmm. Who is coming from Chip Ganaski? Yes. So. So. Your rating versus <laughs> <laughs> mine. Ah, this is so hard. I didn't necessarily pay attention to Andretti. I paid attention to Grosjean, but I also started so late in the season that half these drivers, I'm like, I'm just now getting to know half okay. of these drivers. Well, just from what you know of them. From, 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 from what I know. Stats from, and, and stats and th- whatnot. I know Grosjean, and I know he's not the best. I'm giving him probably a solid, like, 5 out of 10. He, I don't know. It was just kind of a disappointing to see him. I don't want to say he's a bad driver, because he's a wonderful race driver. I just don't think this season was his, the amount of times he spun out, the amount of times he crashes. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) I am a huge fan of Grosjean, and I might get hate for that. But I just watched him from you know, F1 to see him this year. Not necessarily the best. I mean, he also didn't have a very good last season in F1 either. But overall, Grosjean is a great driver. Just not a good season. Five out of ten. Kyle, ah, the two wins kind of pushed it up for me. But also, just they he wasn't consistent very well. You know, only seven out of 17 races that he finished in the top ten. So it's like... Less, I mean, it's around half-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give him probably, just from the stats, I, I want to say like five and a half, six maybe. Not super, super good just from looking at stats. I also, once again, I'm going to put this out. A lot of these drivers I don't know quite yet, and I didn't pay attention to their season. Yeah. Next season will be better. I will pay attention more <laughs> so I can have more of a truthful rating. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to say. Colton Herta, I did pay attention to a little bit more just because I feel like he's also a driver that everyone was like, yeah, Colton, Colton is, Colton that. And I was like, oh, Colton, okay. Um, also, I don't know. I want to say probably like, this is so hard. I want to put them all around like five or six again with Colton Herta. But like, again, we lean the same way. (laughs) You know, wasn't very consistent. He did have that one podium finish, you know, top 10 of the 500. I feel like that's a big thing because the 500 is more important to a driver than the championship is. So I feel like being in the top 10 of the 500 is a good thing. Did have, you know, several top 10 finishes, couple pole positions. So it's not like he had an awful season. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably lean more towards six for Colton. Devlin, on the other hand... I hate to do it to him, but compared to the other Andretti drivers, mm-hmm. and I know he's fairly new to, isn't he? Fairly. I can't remember how long he's been there for. Um, I don't think it's been very long. I don't think it's been very it's long. Been like I feel a like it's two. a couple years. And I don't know, just him and Andretti, I feel like Andretti is such a big team to have him finish P2, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to put him, like, f- 
four out of ten. Just uh, he he was consistent, but he was consistently at the bottom. Yeah, you know, yeah. consistently having an average of nineteenth as your finish, only being able to finish P twelve. I guess I can't really say P12 is that bad because there's, like, what, 20-some-odd drivers? I feel like most races had about 27. 20, yeah. So, so, but still not... Not horrible, but not great, great for Andretti. Yeah. And so, I want to put him, like, four. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> thinking around along the same lines. <sighs> um, I was going to say Roman Grosjean... I'm probably doing four and a half. I feel like just he had moments where he looked like it was going to be good. And then it just, I feel like overall was kind of a rough season. Lots of crashes, lots of damage. (laughs) Um, Be interesting to see what happens next year. Yeah. And so he's a little bit lower for me. Um, Kyle, I feel like I'd probably rate him a Six out of ten. Um, lacking some consistency. But I feel like, you know, first year with Andretti, getting he was the only driver on the team to get any wins. Um, and so I feel like good, solid six, maybe even six and a half. Um, Colton Herta, I'm leaning about five and a half, I think. Just because you expect more from him. I expected a lot from Andretti. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like just overall to have kind of season that he did. Because in the past he's been, I feel like, a little more, you know, up towards the top. Um, Had better seasons. And then to come in this year, his, you know, new teammate got two wins, he didn't get any, and I felt like just kind of, again, lacked consistency. Um, so, putting him a little bit lower there, five and a half. And then, for Devlin, I was gonna say, like, a three. (laughs) (laughs) It just, yeah, was not a great year for him at all. And so, to finish that far down. Especially when you're all the other teammates were kind of there, you know, 10, 11, 13. Like, they're kind of all right in the same area to be underperforming so much. I'm going to put them, yeah. A little bit lower. Understandable. Understandable ratings. We're going to move on to Chip Ganaski, another top team. Um, also happened to have... Two of the their drivers place P1, P2, with Alex Pillow being P1, Scott Dixon, P2, and then Marcus Erickson, P6, Marcus Armstrong, P20. Um, but, you know, not super bad, I have to say. Marcus Armstrong got Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, with five um, top ten finishes. He didn't race any of the ovals at all. Yeah. So that obviously is going to put him lower in the championship. Yeah. But it's still the rookie of the year when all the other rookies raced on the ovals. Oh, raced everything. Yeah. So I feel like overall for being a rookie, it was a good year for him. Also, just going to say it sounds like um, – one of my family members is coming home, so if there is a dog barking, we apologize. People are coming home from different things and leaving for different things, so apologize for the dog if or any noise that you may hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, Marcus, very, very good P20. You know, I feel like that was very deserved for only racing what he raced, you know. Yeah. I don't know how many, I can't remember how many ovals they had, but there was quite a few. I guess there was five because five, Joseph yeah. won, won four. four yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, there were Not five. racing five out of 17 races. Yeah. And still being, you know, fairly decent. So, mm-hmm. pretty good to him. Yeah. Alex Pillow had 17 top 10 finishes. I don't think he finished 
he had two, yeah, he, the lowest he finished was eighth. He had two races where he finished eighth. That was the lowest he ever placed. Um, I feel like it's one of those drivers that you're like, I mean, he had like, I think five wins. Five wins and two pole positions. Two pole positions. So he really didn't even win that much. Yes, but you were constantly I feel like hearing about in it. In IndyCar, getting five wins, I guess it is a lot. Is quite a bit. Just where the field, I feel like it's a lot closer. Yeah, and there were wins where he won by quite a bit, which in again for IndyCar is not as common as you'd see in F one. So I feel like it was still a very good year. Um, he is also, I think it's his. He hasn't been in IndyCar for too long. I think maybe four or so years. I've, uh, at least before 2021. Yeah, because I was like, this is his... Didn't he win his the championship his rookie year? Possibly. I don't know. I think he won. I'm pretty... Don't quote me on this. If I'm wrong, I, I apologize. Like, we're, we're still new. Still learning our... Still new to IndyCar. But I'm pretty sure he won... It wouldn't surprise me. His champion... Hit this, his first champion... The, I guess it's the NTT IndyCar Series champion, his first year, and that was 2021. Yeah. So that gives him two years. Yeah. So he's won the championship twice in the last three years. Um, I feel like, again, just an overall really good season for him. Um, I feel like you constantly... Excuse me, we're hearing about Alex. I didn't even know. I, When I first watched it, I knew, what, Pato and Grosjean. And I feel like then there's, like, also another one that you're like, Alex Pillow did this. Mm-hmm. Alex Pillow that. Yeah. He was also another one, along with Colton Herta. But I feel like those two I heard a lot. And Scott Dixon. Yeah. I heard so often. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so. I feel like he's also one that's been through. <laughs> he's been through. Quite a bit in the last few years between multiple court cases. <laughs> Let's oh not talk about. <laughs> That's a whole different story. Him and McLaren, I feel like just need to just stop. Him and legal issues. He had stuff going on last year at the end of the season. He's got stuff going on this year. Um, obviously, driver contracts don't mean much to him. <laughs> I love him, but I'm like, dude. <laughs> I think it was funny. What are we doing with the driver contract? To bring up um, Boss Rose again, there was an episode and they were doing, uh, they go around and they look at a, the buses of the other drivers. And what was it, Joseph? Or was it Scott? It was Scott. Scott <laughs> was looking around the bus and he was like moving some things and Joseph said something and he was like, no, I'm looking for the McLaren, McLaren contract. <laughs> and then and like not very long after, after that, you had, you know... Plo coming out and being like, I'm not driving for them next year. <laughs> yeah. It was it was very interesting. Um, what a guy. But he also just welcomed his daughter. That is true. They just had a they baby. They just had a baby and she is so cute. She is so cute. Yet again, I think all babies are I know. cute. <laughs> They're all cute. So. But yeah. Um, Scott Dixon finishing P2. Two, I almost said P12. P2 with 16 top 10 finishes and three race wins. I feel like he's a very, like, for like, those of you who don't know a ton about IndyCar, he is very much kind of like, I feel like, Fernando Alonso. He's been he's around. so old. <laughs> he's, okay. I just know how he's going to put it. <laughs> and say, he's been around forever. This is, like, his 17th season in a row where he's gotten a win. Like, he's been around, I think it's 17th. It's been a long time. He's been there for quite a while. Um, He's, like, a six-time champion. Like, he's been around. I'm not going to lie. quite a while. When I first saw him at um, the Gallagher Grand Prix, I kid you not, one of the first things I thought was the fact, I was like, dang, he's old. Like, you look at all the other drivers, and they're so young. Um, yes, 
six times season championship and a he was a 2008 Indianapolis 500 winner um but yeah I maybe it's not 17 seasons but it's the longest driver in Chip Ganaski's his team history so he's been with them for so long yeah and so I can't remember how many seasons it is in a row like I'm probably just throwing out a random number that's wrong but I know it's it's been a lot it's been a lot um and <sighs> you know still getting wins he still I feel like pulls out that. wins in the it's always when like I feel like he pulls them out of the middle of nowhere sometimes yeah, yeah it's a, exactly like there was a time he, where he was in the back and well he it was because he watched, his strategy yeah and his fuel strategy his tire and fuel strategy he is that so he good won at, the race he's so good at saving fuel i don't understand and he can pull off wins that nobody else could pull off i'm pretty sure didn't um, he win the gallagher gallagher grand prix? grand prix he won after being part of a crash on the yeah. first lap and he won he was involved in the first lap you know, incident, incident and ended up winning, and you're like, you're like how how, because he got on a different strategy, and he made that strategy work, and saved ended up winning and, and saved fuel, yeah, won, and then he also won in one of the ovals. I know that, and again, it was another one of it those would have had to fuel saves. That, Everybody um, else was like, couldn't have done it. I feel like couldn't have that's one thing I know about fuel. Scott Dixon. Is I feel like I can't just say Scott. I feel like I have to say Scott Dixon. Because if I say Scott, it's like, is it McLaughlin or is it Dixon? I know. <laughs> you have to say. Um, but I feel like one thing that I've heard several of the other drivers from videos, from bus bros, from whatever, Instagram, being around the drivers at the Gallagher Grand Prix or whatever, I have just known him as the fuel saver. Yes. They always say Dixon does Dixon things. And that's. Mostly in reference to being able to, to fuel save, save and just like and win. get it done and win and get it done. pull off strategies that nobody else could. Yeah. Um. He. No offense to him, but it, he's one that I'm. I just now like this is first season watching IndyCar, mm-hmm. so I can't. Like, it's not like I can say much, but I'm like I feel like he's also another one that I'd be like, okay, Dixon, you gonna leave anytime soon? I do the same thing with Fernando. You're going to leave anytime soon, Fernando? Love them. But you're also like, when are you going to be done? Well, Fernando has retired and come back. And he is still racing. But I feel like that's, like, in a way, kind of a great thing about IndyCar. Like, it's not where F1, it is, like, young drivers. And they, you know, end earlier. Like, IndyCar, there is more of a range of age in drivers. And people do it longer. They... Do have, you know, some older drivers. And I feel like it shows, you know. Obviously, he's still up there fighting at the top. Even even though he's old. Even though he's older. I don't know how old he is, but I'm calling him old. <laughs> um, but I feel like his nickname is also very fitting. Um, so, obviously, we have Kimmy, who is the Iceman of <laughs> F1. F1. Scott Dixon is known as the Iceman in IndyCar. Feel like it's just fitting for him. It is. I don't know him very well, but I'm gonna say it is. <laughs> um, onto the Marcuses. Chip Ganaski decided to be fun and have Marcus and Marcus. Um, so we'll start off with Marcus Erickson finishing P6. Um, he had 14 top 10 finishes and one race win. Go Marcus. Yep, he had his race win at the opening. The season, that one where Pato's engine <laughs> stopped for a few minutes. Um, and then we had, he got second at the 500 after he led for a little bit there at the end. And then Joseph passed him. So if he had won, it would have been his second year in a row. But it's not to be. Joseph needs to win instead. Yeah. Did have that incident with Pato at the 500 as well. <laughs> um, but I feel like, you know, I feel like I can't remember how many years in a row this is now that he's finished sixth in the championship. But he's just kind of pretty consistently stayed there at sixth in the championship for the last few years. What a no. <laughs> 
Um, this year, because we already kind of talked about Marcus Armstrong, got Rookie of the Year. So a couple of top tens, only raced, didn't race the ovals. Um, kind of talked about him in the beginning. But Chip Ganaski is saying goodbye to Marcus Erickson. We kind of talked. He's going over to Andretti. And he they are saying hello to Linus and um, Kifflin oh, yeah. Simpson. Yeah, Kifflin Possibly. Simpson. I feel like still... that one's pretty confirmed. Oh, maybe it is. I have no idea. But we don't know what, like, number he's racing. Maybe that's what yet, it is. So, like, um, so the, oh, yeah, because they're the one everyone was like, they're racing five cars? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have Linus, um, who is becoming a rookie. He's a rookie. Um, and then he raced a few races. This season. This season for Meyer Shank. For Myers. Um, And then you have, of course, Scott, Alex, and Marcus Armstrong are staying. Yeah. So yeah, they're running the fifth car this next season. Which I think is going to be interesting. The first team to do it. That's a lot of people. It is a lot of, yeah. Because that's a strategist, a pit crew. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. Driver rankings. You're first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Alex Flo. I'm going to give him nine, nine and a half out of ten. Not quite a ten. But I feel like overall, really good year. Um, obviously, won the championship, won multiple races. Um, some of them by quite a bit. <laughs> like, just overall, a really good season. Never finished lower than eighth. I feel like, obviously, not quite max level dominance, <laughs> but. Oh, pretty like good. Gonna be max I know. I'm like, nobody can be max level. Um, so you know, good solid nine, nine and a half. Um, for Scott Dixon, I'd probably go eight and a half, nine ish. I feel like the beginning of the year wasn't quite as much going on, but towards the end of the year, he really, you know, kind of stepped up. I feel like. The first half of the year wasn't bad or anything. It just, he wasn't up there quite as much as the end of the season. Um, so probably, yeah, eight and a half or so. But still finished second in the championship. Um, did dicks and things. <laughs> um, just a good season. Um, continued his, you know, however many consecutive win- years with a win. Um, and then... Marcus Erickson, I'd probably say probably seven. Um, he had, obviously, a few good moments. He had his win. He came second at the 500. But I feel like other than that, there just wasn't, like, yes, he was kind of up there in the top ten, but, like, not a whole lot of standout moments from him. Um and then when you have, obviously, teammates who are getting first and second in the championship to come sixth, like, it's still good. But, like, you're, like, you know. Um, and then Marcus Armstrong, I'll probably give him a seven as well. Just to be a rookie, to not be racing on the ovals, still get rookie of the year. Like, I feel like overall it was a good year for him. Um Am I missing anybody? I think that's no, all right. That's all. That's all four of them. There's only four this year. <laughs> um, mine are gonna be a lot based on stats because I know Alex and I watch Scott, but the other two not so much. Alex Polo. Uh, I'm gonna give him. I want to say like eight and a half, nine, just because he was very consistent at being, uh, in the top you know, 10 at every race. I want to say top eight because he really didn't even finish top P9 or P10. So being able to have that, um, you know, obviously all of his wins, um, you know, winning by a mile, as some people might say in racing, it may not have been a mile, but I feel like that's what I feel like when they're several seconds behind. It's like, it feels like a mile behind. 
Um, so I feel like that's pretty much all I have to say. Scott Dixon, I'm going to give him probably eight, eight and a half. I feel like he was also pretty consistent in his year from what I saw. Again, I didn't watch all of it. Um, felt like, you know, did pretty decent. Had a lot of top 10 finishes. There's only one race he didn't finish in the top 10 out of 17. So I feel like that's very consistent for him. Couple of race wins adds up to it. Marcus, uh, giving him, I want to say probably like six, six and a half. Um, just because... He did have two of his teammates where, you know, when they're P1, P2, and he's P6, and they had pretty remarkable seasons. I mean, not saying he didn't have a remarkable season, but I feel like could have just maybe done a little bit better from him, especially being in a Ganaski car. Um, Marcus Armstrong for not racing the ovals and being able to still get P20 above a lot of the other rookies and above a lot of people who raced all year long um plus getting rookie of the year i'm giving him probably like a six just because not racing five races and still getting and doing what he did i feel like he did pretty good Mm -hmm. um Our last team. We'll go quickly through this one just because I feel like not a lot to say about this team. I'm low. I'm like, it's a little bit smaller. A little bit smaller. Dale Coyne. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yep. Um, two drivers. Um, one of them was a rookie. Stingray Rob. Every time I hear that. Idaho boy. Idaho boy, which we are not from Idaho, but we live in Idaho now. So we'll represent Idaho, Mr. Idaho. um finished p23 um his highest finish was 12th it was his rookie season other than that i feel like there's not much to say there's not a whole lot going on there um and then you have david malukas also known as little Little dave Dave. (laughs) finished p17 he scored his second career podium with a brilliant drive from third from sixth um, and then finished third at yes. the Worldwide Technology Raceway. Which I believe both of his podiums have come there. From there. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good one from him. Mm-hmm. He has six top ten finishes with two top five finishes. And overall the team, you know, scored pretty decent, you know, overall. So, not a bad... I feel like there's not much to say. Yes, they um, are saying goodbye to both drivers. They are. They have no Nobody confirmed yet for next year. Obviously, I'm sure they will at some point get to somebody. But we have, obviously, David Malukas going to Arrow McLaren. And then Stingray Rob is going to Foyt. So, AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt. We... Be excited Currently, to see he's who... the only driver of AJ Floyd. They haven't announced the other driver. Yeah. We'll get into that when we do theirs. So. But not a lot to say from them. They're one of the lower... I don't want to say lower teams, but yeah. the smaller teams. Smaller. Not very well known. Yeah. We'll say, though, we've met little Dave. Yes. Very nice. Very nice guy. Sat around. He was the only driver, I think. There was, yeah, there was a point where, like, he was the only driver out only signing driver things. Out. And it was after a practice, or was it after, it was practice or qualifying, one of yeah. the two. And we were walking around in the paddock, and I was like, there's a driver. And I didn't know who it was, and we go over there, and it just happened to be David Malukas, and I didn't know who he was. And... Then we kind of made our rounds again to see if we could... We saw some other drivers, and we waited for one driver who ended up not getting their signature. I don't remember who it was. And then we walked back, and I was like, there's a driver down there. And we're like, that's David. Like, yeah, Still. David. And we walked around for... a couple times. Like, we did things for a couple And he was there for a while. 
signing, talking with people, taking pictures, like taking like pictures. Just... He's a paddo. Yeah, you know, insane. willing to take his time to rest. Like I, if I was a driver, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> I'm gonna go rest. Yeah. But instead, here he is signing things and taking pictures after yeah. you know it's whatever mm-hmm. happened. I, it was a practice or qualifying. Yeah. I can't remember it's which one. It's always nice to see you know those drivers who are willing to. And I'm sure other drivers Stick would do the same. The fans. Yeah. But he was the one that I was like, dang, and he's still down there. And we would come around again, and he's still down there. Yeah. So, but yeah, driver ratings. Um, <laughs> I don't really know either one of them, but I kind of not super impressed by. I guess I don't really have a lot to know because I don't really know Dale Coyne as a yeah. team in general. But I feel like I'm going to give Stingray Rob... I mean, he seemed consistent, but he was consistently at the back, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So there was consistency there. Not the consistency we wanted to see. Yeah. I'm probably going to give him, like, 4-3. Yeah. Um... He was one of the top rookies, I'll say that. You know, mm-hmm. he did pretty good for the rookies. Also, only being his first year finishing P23, not too awful. Mm-hmm. Um, David, ah, I don't know. His, I want to, it's so hard, but he had several, you know, top 10, top 5 finishes. So I'm going to probably give him probably like a 5, just because I feel like he, you know, was cons- not I wouldn't say necessarily consistent because you kind of feel like he was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. But those top five and podium, being on the podium, yeah, finish did him pretty good. So I'm gonna say five, maybe six, mm-hmm. pushing six and a half, but I'd say five or six. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> again, uh, Stingray. I was gonna say probably four. Again, rookie year. It's kind of hard to know what's going on rookie yeah, year. Rookie year, and so try to give him a little bit of leeway there. So I'll give him a four. Um, <laughs> just not. Yeah, I feel like there just wasn't much going on there. Um, I feel like I never heard anything about him. Yeah, I mean he had a few crashes and things that weren't great, but yeah, overall like not a terrible year. Could have been worse. Um. And then for David Malukas, I'm going to give him probably a six. Um, I feel like he has shown that he has a lot of potential. But, you know, it's hard to know with, like, these smaller teams. Because, obviously, they're not going to be up there fighting at the top. But he still had quite a few top ten finishes, um, had the podium. And so I feel like he has shown that he does have a lot of potential. Um and so it will be exciting to see him next year with Earl McLaren. See where he's at compared to, you know, like Pato and Alex and stuff. So, yeah. It's, I think 2024 is going to be a very interesting season um, with a lot of drivers. I feel like they have more drivers moving around. They, matter in fact, do have more drivers moving around because the grid for F1 hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is like the first season in forever. But... Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah, because there's been a lot of changes in IndyCar. Changes that I didn't think were going to happen. Yeah. I was like, what? They're changing teams? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I feel like, but overall, excited to see what is going to happen. And next week, we will continue with the other five teams um, for the part two of our IndyCar season recap. This is F1 Indie Girls, and we will see you next week.